Get it. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. I am horrified because my favorite Christmas film of all time apparently turned a bunch of kids into degenerates. All these years, I thought the Santa Claus was a fun family film. Little did I know they had to delete one of the scenes because it prompted kids to call a sex hotline. So when the, when the movie hit theaters in 1994, there was a scene where Tim Allen's ex-wife, her character, is dropping off their son to him. And she gives Tim a slip of paper that has the number of her new boyfriend's mom's house on it in case he needs to reach her in case of an emergency. So apparently this was a real sex hotline that kids started calling after it was in the film and they had to delete it from the movie because so many kids sure. ended up calling it. So they saw all these kids started calling up 1-800-SPANK-ME? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was a real sex hotline. Like it wasn't It wasn't just something they made up like a 555 number. It would wow. literally leave people. <laughs> what would happen if we call it up right now? You think it's still active? Let's try it. We could try it. Hey, Katie, you call up 1-800-SPANK-ME and just tell the engineers it's for the show. <laughs> okay, stand by. I mean, it's not like you don't know what you're going to get when you dial that. Uh, yeah. You know, there are numbers in songs and they're nothing, but this is spank me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you know what you're going to get when you call. Wasn't eight six seven five three zero nine a real number at oh, one yeah. point? Uh-huh. It yeah. really was? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, I know a bunch of people called it. And there was one in a country song that I used to love that I called. It was a dead number. So it's surprising to me that they would be so ballsy in this film that's meeting such a mass audience that it would be a real number. All right. Hang on, we're trying to figure out what the numbers are for SP. I'll move on to a different story in the meantime. Okay, Bridgerton stands are furious because they feel like Netflix is scamming them. So Netflix season three, the release date just came out and people are peeved because... A, this season has been held hostage in Shondaland for like a year and a half. And the other thing is that they've decided to release this season in two parts, leading to them to feel like they are being scammed into keeping their Netflix subscription longer than they want. So the first air date is May 16th and the second half is getting released on June 13th. So obviously it means if you just want to watch Bridgerton, you can't just keep it around for a month. You got to keep it around for two. I know I'm a sound old, like curmudgeon-y and stuff, but I hate this new evolution that is acceptable now to where a new series comes out three years later. Like a Stranger Things is not coming out until like 2084. Um, I hate this. Uh, and I think it started with The Sopranos. And I just hate that the series aren't one right after the other anymore. You know what else I hate? Part of the benefit of streaming services, even though there are so many right now, I wish they would bundle them together like cable, um, is they started doing the thing. The beauty is you used to be able to sit down and binge an entire season over the course of a weekend because yeah. they drop it once. Now they're doing like every Thursday the next episode. And I'm like, you can't do that. Right. This yeah. is 2023. You're just cable all over again. Give me my binge-worthy series. <laughs> Ooh, but The Crown, part two of season six, out today. <gasps> one one episode or the whole thing? The part two. So there's multiple episodes. I think there's um six final episodes that just that just dropped today. Yeah, once they stop dropping full seasons, you can't go back. Like that that was the new wave. You yeah. can't go back to one episode right. at a time now. There's no way. Yeah, the Great British Baking Show does that. I have to wait every Friday for an episode. <laughs> the Buccaneers does that. I saw that yesterday mm-hmm. at like five PM. It's like a new episode has dropped. I'm like, I know you have it ready. Why are you making me wait? <laughs> you guys were talking about that so much and I saw like the ratings were high on it that yeah. I thought I'd give it a try, right? Uh-huh. It's kind of a Bridgerton ripoff, right? 
I wouldn't say it's a Bridgerton ripoff. No. But it's Bridgerton-esque. Okay. It's Bridgerton-ish. I, I it 10 minutes and then I put something else on. Uh, yeah, I don't get the sense that it's exactly <laughs> your uh But your you wouldn't demo. think that about Bridgerton either, but I love that show. Really? Well, yes. That had more steamier sex scenes and that's why you yeah. liked it. All right, Katie, do we have the number or no? All right, so after decoding it, and calling, it was just a busy tone. Okay. So, oh, I don't what about my? You know why? Because our show listeners heard you say one eight hundred spank me, and they're all calling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's busy. Okay, do you remember like a week or two ago we were talking about Brenda Lee's "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree"? It's at the top of the charts, and we didn't understand why it was in the number one spot after sixty five years. Well, a listener DM me about this and said that she has a theory as to why it's finally at the top spot. On TikTok, there was a video that went viral that revealed that Brenda Lee is not in fact an old woman singing this song she was 13 at the time of recording so i think everybody ran mm-hmm. to like streaming services to look it up and see and to compare it with the knowledge now knowing that it's like it's just super young girl singing the song all right for more stories head to the birch show podcast on your favorite listening platform get it the birch show